He's a native Texan, president of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get Matt Long, and this is the Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you on a lovely Thursday morning. Got a great uh, program lined up for you. I guess it's uh, Ladies' Day on the Matt Long Show. We're going to have Jody coming on about 9.15, and then Sheena uh, Rodriguez at 9.30. Sheena is the speaker tonight at the Fredericksburg Tea Party meeting, and um so we'll just start with that tonight at 6.30. The Fredericksburg Tea Party will um, begin its meeting. The um, We meet at St. Joseph's Hall in Fredericksburg at 212 West San Antonio Street. And uh, we serve dinner around 6, brought to you by uh, Rex Williams. We have a suggested donation of about $7 for dinner to help us cover um rex's expenses he's been doing this now for quite some time and uh, he, we uh, pay him for the uh, materials in other words the groceries and he does all the cooking and the serving and brings all of that and does all of that doesn't charge us a dime for that that is his way of helping serve and uh, be a good servant leader for the uh, fredericksburg tea party and uh, we appreciate Rex Williams, uh, what he does. And I'm telling you, he brings some uh, pretty amazing meals. Um, he's got some kind of a, a, a potato dish that is like cheesy potatoes with, I don't know, it's got like some magic in there. I don't know what he puts in them, but uh, the cheesy potato dish is a dinner all on its own. So um, tonight at uh, 6 o'clock, we will serve that dinner and uh, then we will start the meeting at 6.30, and we will be done by 8. And uh, our special guest this evening is going to be Sheena Rodriguez. We are also hopefully going to hear from the different um, uh, focus group leaders. You know, we have a focus group on education over there that is actually just, I mean, they are, it's a full-time job for some of those people on our education uh, focus uh, group. We also have a new leader for our border security group, and she actually, um, along with several other members of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, spent uh, the day yesterday in a briefing at the Capitol on the situation at the border. And so all kinds of, uh, we've got subject matter experts lined up over there. We have a focus group on the sanctity of life. And uh, led by Joe, and uh, I'm telling you, it, it's uh, the Second Amendment uh, focus group has been just tearing up since day one. Um, but uh, any whatever the burr under your saddle is, we've got someone at Fredericksburg Tea Party who can help you um, help you work on that burr, help you get rid of that burr under your saddle by becoming engaged in the process of self-governance of course we've been talking about Jeanette here quite a bit she has been taking on the city of Fredericksburg on their tax rates and has quite an organization of herself and so we're just so proud of the platform 
that the Fredericksburg Tea Party has become for so many people to step off of and to get engaged in uh, self-governance. And so our regular monthly meeting will be tonight. And uh, come here, Sheena Rodriguez. She has brought some friends with her. So there's no telling what we're in for tonight, but I know it's going to be good. And uh, again, that is uh, meeting starts at 6.30 at St. Joseph's Hall. Listen, folks, that room fills up. Um, we'll have uh, my new sel- our new selections of books from uh, the Wall Builders, along with the ones we had last month. That uh, a couple of them too sold out, so we had to uh, order more of those uh, that sold out. So anyway, there's an opportunity uh, for you uh, tonight to get caught up on your reading, uh, get uh, get hooked up with a focus group that is working in your area. Also, on the calendar a week from tonight, the uh, preppers, the uh, 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 Hill Country Preppers, will be having their meeting, their monthly meeting. They meet the third Thursday of every month, and they meet at Buzzy's Barbecue, and uh, the meeting starts at 6, and uh, that is a week from tonight, and uh, we'll get you more details on that. And, of course, we'll do our best to get Stephen Lehman on the uh, phone with us either next Wednesday or Thursday to tell us more about that um, about that meeting. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, the uh, our big the boots and barbecue, the annual fundraiser for the Fredericksburg Tea Party is one hundred percent sold out. Period. Done. Um, if you didn't get your tickets, I I don't know what to tell you. There's uh, some old saying about what did the the kitty say when the milk ran dry? I don't know. But um, anyway, we um, if you didn't get tickets, it's too late. You might be able to find someone who has purchased a table and may need to fill in an empty seat. But um, as far as ticket sales, table sales, and sponsorships, we have packed them in. And I want to say thank you very, very much to the listeners of this program who have become acquainted with the Fredericksburg Tea Party and are now uh, supporting what we do over there. And so we're very, very excited. we got some great sponsors uh, lined up, and I can't wait to tell you all about them. So let's see, give you a little bit of a Ben Franklin. And uh, let's see, um, here we go. How about this one? Laziness travels so slowly that poverty soon overtakes him. Laziness travels so slowly that poverty soon overtakes him. Folks, y'all stay tuned, and uh, we'll be right back with uh, our good friend Jody. All right, folks, we are back. By the way, you know you can find this program every day. We keep them up on the hillcountrypatriot.com website where they stay for about a week and then they're rotated out. And uh, then I go ahead, usually on the same day, but not very, uh, not all the time. I think yesterday I ended up posting three shows um, just because I was dragging myself around. So. Anyway, but uh, you, they get up within a day or two up onto many podcast sites, um, onto 
Spotify is the one I like to use. It's just uh, a favorite place where I go and listen and follow other people. Um, and uh, Apple Podcasts seems to be very popular. So these are good places to go get the show. If you hear something you like and you want to pass it on to someone, and if it's in those first few days, just go to hillcountrypatriot.com. If it's not in the first few days, then uh, go Look them up on Spotify. I list them all by the guest's name, et cetera, et cetera. So I have on the phone with me our good friend, the uh, proprietor of uh, Tejas Smoke Depot and supporter not only of uh, this program but of the Fredericksburg Tea Party and all things patriotic, American and Texan, is my good friend Jody Gould. Good morning, Jody. Good morning, Matt. I'm telling you, it's uh, we're having a really nice fall, and uh, we appreciate that. A little bit of rain helped. Um, I discovered a, a little stash of mosquitoes in my backyard yesterday. One little container of water I didn't know was out there, and youch, I, I don't, don't like that. So um, tell us about the Tejas Smoke Depot, please, Jody. Well, we are a tobacco store. Been in business for 25 years now. Uh, we carry a whole line of tobacco products like fine cigars and under premium cigars and cigarettes and all your own tobaccos, um, snuff, chew, um, just about any kind of tobacco product you can imagine. We also carry a line of CBD products and smokable CBDs. Um, so uh, Jody, three that go along with the tobacco products. There you go. Wine. And um, so yeah, just about anything you can imagine that you would need for your after, your evening after work: a smoke, a beer, a, or a soda, a bag of chips. <laughs> there you yeah. go. And you guys have ice and all kinds of goodies. Listen, the the uh, Tejas Smoke Depot is on the west end of Fredericksburg. If you're going down Main Street, when you get to the Y at the end of town, you go off to the left, and so that is um, um, then down a little ways on the left is uh, the uh, Tejas Smoke Depot. And if you got the kids in the truck, just go ahead and make a counterclockwise circle around the building and pull right up to the drive-by window. And um, Jody or one or John or one of their awesome employees will uh, be glad to. Uh, take care of you you guys um you know pipe smoking i just remember that from being when i was a kid and uh seemed to be uh, quite popular and uh just always remember the smells the the different smells associated with pipe uh tobacco i personally enjoy them more than um uh cigars but that's just me um but you guys have some pretty good pipe uh, uh, to, uh tobaccos as well and can mix them can't you Oh, yeah, we have a big variety of pipe tobaccos and aromatics. And, of course, if we don't have what you're looking for, we'll try to get it. Um, you know, there's been a lot of companies out there that have been kind of closing down these days. But um, we're, there's still a few out there that are making a very high-quality pipe tobacco. So um, just let us know if there's something that you want. We'll try to get it. And, you know, we've got a big variety of some aromatics that, yeah, when you open the jar, it just fills the room mm. with that great smell. So, All right. So one of the things we do for our listeners is that if you uh, go into, if you're a listener to this show and you go into the Teos Smoke Depot and you make a purchase, you will get a discount if you will uh, 
give them the phrase that pays. And so that gives you a discount and also get your name in the hat for a monthly drawing. And uh, we had that drawing last week. And so you got to wait a few more weeks for that monthly drawing, but you can go get your name in the hat. So what is the phrase that pays for this week, Jody? Well, I'm going to do a Ben Franklin this week also. Okay. And um, so our phrase this week is, by failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. Boy, that is so true, isn't it? Is it? Isn't it? <laughs> by failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. You know that Ben Franklin, he had uh, he had a pretty lot of good, pretty pretty good, uh, a lot of pretty good ideas. He's got a couple of silly ones out there too. I'm I'm thinking about doing. I'm I'm thinking about doing a program where all I do is just look at his diet recommendations because they were out of your out of this world crazy diet recommendations, and yet at the same time the guy lived to be like twice as old as anybody around him. So. I, I'm just not to, you know, there might be something to the Ben Franklin diet. You know, that could be a little extra income uh, right there. For just sure. The, the ben Undoubtedly, Fra- he got those, uh, that diet out of the Bible because there are some health laws in the Bible that also speak of, you know, longevity in life. There you go. There you go. Jody, thank you so much for being a supporter of the uh, Matt Long Show as well as being a supporter of the Fredericksburg Tea Party. And uh, just uh, many, many thanks to you and um, blessings on your business and your family. Folks, y'all go by and visit Jody. Thank you, Matt, and we thank you for everything you do also. So we'll see you this evening. All right. Going to have a great meeting tonight. (laughs) Yes, sir. All right, folks. Thank you, ma'am. All right, there you go. Y'all go by and visit Jody. Tell them you heard him on the radio, and tell them uh, tell the phrase this week is uh, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. So much truth in that. Um, so the topic of our big event uh, this um, next Saturday, it's actually we're now nine days away. We're down into single digits. And uh, if you want to have a whole lot of fun, call Angela Smith up and and ask her to do something for you. Just call Angela and say, hey, Angela, I need you to, and uh, see what her reaction is. I know Angela so well, so many years she's been doing these uh, fundraisers, and I'm telling you, she, uh, she, she, gets on that, uh, she gets on that ride, and it's, uh, she is, she's going like a crazy lady right now, and, uh, but the end result is an amazing event that uh, Angela and so many other people, Lee and, and Rex and, and, and so many other people put so much work into it. And listen, they just, uh, they just drag me up on the stage uh, when they get ready, and uh, I'm like the pretty face. You know, I'm like the model that uh, they put up there. After all the hard work has been done in the background, they, uh, they, uh, they uh, put me up on stage. We're going to have quite a, a visit. We've got... Um, We've got uh, uh, Jason Jones. I'm real excited about having Jason on. In fact, we're going to have Jason back on the air next Thursday. And uh, tomorrow we have Terry Hall. And uh, so we're real excited about getting Terry in the the studio. It's been a while since we've had her in here. But um, what's going on at the board of the word is not getting out. You know, I was visiting with Chip on Friday, and I said something about the word is just not getting out. We're not seeing this in the media. 
And he made a comment that I was a little bit surprised at, and I didn't call him out on it, but that's all right. That's, you know, he was speaking his mind. But he said that, uh, you know, well, Matt, your listeners are all, you know, they're watching Fox. They know what's going on. If that is your prime news source um, is uh, Fox News, then you do not know what is going on at the border. You may have a better picture, a better picture of what's going on at the border than if you were watching uh, MSNBC uh, or any of those others, um, but you definitely do not have the full picture. Um, I uh, There are several places that you can get closer to the full picture. JasonJones.com is one of them. TripwiresTriggers.com uh, uh, is another one you can get. Um, and uh, those, there's a lot of video there. If uh, video is the way you learn or pay attention, which is, I'm um, thinking that is the way a lot of people are these days. And uh, then uh, those those sites, Jason Jones's sites, and any links he has up there are really good places to get video information because he is actually down there on the border all the time. We also, um, I am more of a reader. I can, I will sit through a five-minute video and get about what information I could get in about 20 seconds of reading. And so I sometimes very get frustrated with uh, with the with the video format, and uh, because it's just I I can get so much more information out of reading. So my places, where do I go to find out what's happening on the border? Is as uh, uh, there's several sources. One of them is Breitbart. Um, Breitbart uh, has done an amazing job, and we uh, we need to get some of those Breitbart people on the air here with me sometime. I met a lot of these guys. I met several of the Breitbart and Breitbart Texas guys a few years ago, and uh, I have I, I tried several times to reach back out at them and uh, was not getting uh, much success. But um, a few years down the road now, I think maybe with uh, more connections that I have, I may be able to work through a back door and get uh, some of the Breitbart people on here. Jason Jones was instrumental in getting a a part of uh, Breitbart uh, website up, and it has to do with the border. And uh, I'm not sure what Jason's uh, job is anymore with Breitbart, if he is with them or not, but he was, it was his name that showed up on so many of the border articles for a long time. And uh, so I'm just at Breitbart right now. And, um, and, and I'm looking, here we go. So I went over, it's uh, Breitbart.com. And then I go over across the top, uh, across the top, it says things like, uh, there's one called uh, border crisis. There's another place, uh, that at the top, it says world. And then you go down and you hit border or cartel chronicles. And, um, so what Jason Jones and these guys did a few years ago is they started training and working with journalists on the other side of the border. Now, you know how dangerous that is. And so they had set up lines of communications, ultra-secret uh, spy stuff to get these stories from the other side of the border um, up. And um, just headlines on Breitbart today, 1,300 pounds of meth seized at a Texas port of entry. That would be Del Rio, 1,300 pounds of meth in Del Rio. Um, CEO of Texas Migrant Miners Shelters. All right, here's a guy who is a CEO who decided to uh, 
helps shelter minors. And you would think, well, that is a, what a great job. But you know what he did? He took the money the government gave him, and he bought some real estate with it, and then he uh, leased it out to the government to build these uh, facilities. So uh, that's like double dipping and then some. And uh, he is uh, being charged with fraud. Um, more on Breitbart headlines. 5,000 migrants. No, no, no. Let's say 5K migrants because CK means nothing, right? 5K migrants. I mean, is that like Kmart or, you know, K-Car? I don't know. But we do know that the K stands for 1,000. 5,000 migrants walked across the border over Labor Day weekend in one Texas sector. Man, if y'all been hearing about Jean-Pierre, whatever her name is, up in Washington, and she said the other day that that's not the way it works. People don't just walk across the border. Oh, my God, what an idiot. Um, another headline um, from Breitbart. Migrant ladder crews scale Arizona border wall nightly. Here's another one. Smugglers abandon four-year-old migrant boy in New Mexico desert near border wall. Holy mackerel. And here's another one. I bet you hadn't heard this story. You know the governor has been challenging uh, the New York City mayor to come down to Texas. Well, guess what happened on Tuesday? Without telling anybody, the mayor of New York sent down a delegation a delegation to um, El Paso. Was it El Paso? Uh, I'm not sure which uh, site they went, but uh, they went down and uh, secretly visited a uh, what they call a soft-sided detention facility. Um, and so, yeah, without telling anybody, uh, they were, uh, I guess they were in the Del Rio uh, sector, but they didn't tell anybody. They just wanted to go down and uh, see for themselves. They would love to see what their account is. Oh, and by the way, how many migrants drowned last week while crossing in a single group? One, 13 migrants in a single group drowned, right? Um, we've got now over 700 dead migrants, dead illegal aliens, that we have uh, that's just been during this uh, last year, people who have died after they crossed or while they were crossing, um, 700. Folks, uh, you can only find these kinds of stories uh, on Breitbart. Um, if you have friends that, don't, that are doubting anything that's going on, this is a good place to start. I'll bring you another one here. We're going to take a short break right now, and then we're going to call Sheena Rodriguez and get her on the line. Maybe she can tell us, uh, give us some details on some of these stories. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. We are back, and um, I have on the line with me what uh, a, a lady who has. Uh, I think we're. I think we're slowly becoming good friends. I started running into Sheena Rodriguez. Uh, I think maybe the first time was down at an event in um, 
uh, in Brackettville or maybe Del Rio, or it may have been one of the many rallies, uh, border uh, information rallies that uh, she has been involved with. Some of them putting her, she's putting together, and others are she is participating in. And uh, I nicknamed her right away uh, Sheena the Firecracker. And I have to tell you, this woman, she's the kind of lady that kind of makes you mad because she's got so much daggum energy and seems to be on so on fire that it, you, you're either jealous or you're angry. Um, so, Sheena, welcome to the Matt Long Show. Thank you so much. I just got a laugh. A coffee. The, a coffee. That's what I run off of. Coffee is, and water. Is so. that what it is? You know, I heard someone say last week they'd had so much coffee they could uh, thread a sewing machine needle while it was running. And that just uh, <laughs> that just gave me a visual I thought was uh, pretty funny. So you are safely ensconced in the hill country as we speak. I understand you made it into Gillespie County yesterday and are uh, going to be our speaker tonight at the Fredericksburg Tea Party. Tell us a little bit, just tell us a little bit about yourself, Sheena, please. Yes, sir. So thank you so much for having me on. And yeah, I made it in last night to the beautiful hill country. Thank you guys so very much. I'm we founded, yeah, we started, gosh, it, it feels like forever ago because it all just kind of runs in together, but uh, kind of started on this mission uh, since the Biden regime took office and, um, you know, seeing seeing the devastation on Texas property, uh, all things that are, that are border related have been everywhere from the RGV, which is the Rio Grande Valley, Roma, La Jolla, Laredo. Uh, of course, spent a lot of time in the Del Rio sector, which is Eagle Pass and Del Rio up to El Paso, uh, but then also going around Texas and seeing the negative impacts of a porous border uh, that, that, that impacts every single one of our 254 counties um, and, and really did a lot of work um, focusing on that. And uh, over the almost the last two years now, however long it's been, and and, and, and then decided to turn it into action. You know, we were already advocating for all things conservative, you know, down there at the state capitol. Um, and, 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 and I think that's really where, you know, we kept on running into each other every time. Probably so. I, I've learned so much from you. Yes. Yes. Learned so much from you and, and the amazing people, you know, like you guys that are always down there fighting for it. And then just decided to turn that. Uh, I'm like, why are we not doing this with the border? We, we need to focus more in border-related issues, uh, focus more spearheading, you know, the, those efforts here in the state of Texas on the city, county, and state levels uh, through policy and legislation, um, you know, in those respective areas, and, and creating those action items. And then we we transformed a few months ago. We were approved as a nonprofit 501c4, uh, which is our Alliance for Safe Texas, and and we are on a mission. We're gearing up for the 88th, of course, and uh, we, we are on a mission. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's it's exciting. So Sheena, you know, you you weren't born doing this, all right? I wasn't born doing this. If someone were to say, Matt. What was the, uh, you know, when did you, what made you wake up or decide to get engaged? And I can tell you a very specific story. In fact, most people can. So tell us what was it? You woke up, like one day you went to bed and uh, the next day you woke up and said, I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to start focusing on the border seriously. Was there an event or a series of events that made you just say, all right, I'm tired, sick and tired of sitting around. I'm going to get up and do something. Well, you know, it's interesting because I, I didn't realize it at the time that, that 
you know, God has really kind of been preparing me for this. And I say this because I've seen the other side uh, of the negative impacts of illegal immigration uh, for quite some time. So I actually, I, I was a volunteer counselor for nearly five years uh, in Irving for a, a crisis pregnancy center, a pro-life center. Um, and, you know, and I would see, I would counsel a lot of the women there uh, in Irving, um, you know, that, that were... Uh, <laughs> forced, you know, forced arranged marriages. A lot of them were, uh, you know, from, from Middle Eastern countries uh, and Asian countries. And, and so I saw that part of it and that, that, that different side that people don't always associate with. Uh, and, and then, you know, I, I also helped to write up some of the, uh, for those who were applying for citizenship, um, some of their testimonies. Uh, my brother and my sister-in-law own an immigration law firm. And years ago, this is when my kids were, were little, um, and, and I was hearing these horrific stories of what these people are going through as they're coming through, especially the gap, um, and, and which is, you know, kind of down there coming through Central, uh, Central and South America. The Darien and, um, Gap. And so the, really, yeah, the Darien Gap. The Darien Gap. Yep. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm, yeah, and so I say that because I guess I've always been, um, you know, my family, my family is Puerto Rican, but we have a lot. My, my husband is a first-generation Mexican-American. Uh, my in-laws, you know, uh, are American citizens, and, um, you know, and then we have a lot of, of, of uh, immigrants that came married into my family as well. And so, you know, I've always kind of been cognizant of it, but from the other side of the, the human element, I'm going, what is going, like, this is horrific, but I've never really been into politics. And so when, when President Biden really took office, I remember the debacle, you know, the left slamming President Trump, and I'm like, oh my gosh, and, you know, I'm, I'm seeing the numbers, and I'm like, do, do y'all realize there was more deportations under Obama? But, you know, it, it, it's the, the rhetoric, right? But when mm-hmm. President Biden took office, you know, I, I'm like, you know what, no, I'm going to go see it for myself. I, I'm just that kind of person. I'm like, no, I, I need to see it for myself. My first trip uh, was to Laredo almost two years ago, and what I saw was just, uh, the, uh, it was horrific. You know, I got out of the car, and the agent looks at me and says, we're being invaded, and I need help. And he didn't know me from anywhere. And what I saw was 60 men, you know, trying to come to one Border Patrol agent. And I'm like, all right, ready, set, game. And so the reason why I feel so passionate about this is because it is a humanitarian issue. It's the exploitation of human beings, but then it's the exploitation of Texans and Americans. And it's the negative impact, not just, you know, along the border uh, as they're crossing. Yeah, South Texas is feeling the brunt of it, but they're not staying there. And these issues have never been addressed. And the state of Texas has always had these issues, just never to this magnitude. So why are we not doing all that we can to fortify Texas legally, constitutionally, on the city, county, and state levels, um, is is beyond me, right? And there's a lot mm-hmm. of reasons why that is, right? But mm-hmm. um, so that's kind of the backstory, if you will. Um. Man, I'm telling you what, it's and 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 it's true. Everybody can always, anytime I interview anybody about this activism, they can almost point to a single event, and it is so true with you as well that you just said, "All right, I've had it. I'm going to go down and look for myself." We don't want to put you on the spot, but were you able to attend the uh, briefing at the Capitol yesterday? I did. I was able to catch about the last two hours of it. Okay. Uh, it, was, it was a long event, and I, I think it started at 8.30. I got there around, oh gosh, I think it was about 2.30 by the time I came in. 
Um, and, and it was, it looks like it was pretty well attended. Um, and what I saw, you know, of course, Ken Cuccinelli rounded it out at the end. And that's one of the things that we've been, and I'll be talking about that tonight. Uh, when we talk about the, what can people do? That's one of the immediate action items is, is trying to, uh, declare this act of invasion on the, uh, county levels. Um, and so that, that's one of the immediate action items. And so I was really thankful that he closed that out. Um, you know, with that, but yeah, it was, it was a good event yesterday. Well, I'm glad to hear you went. I'll be willing to bet, and I'll look this up and let people know. I didn't even think about it till this very moment, but most of these events are recorded and are available, uh, uh, and are archived and are available on the, uh, Texas legislature online folks I'm making myself a note right now to look that up and see if there is if that's available and uh, we'll let you know put a link in there to that and uh, bring that to you tomorrow but uh, normally these things and I saw the lineup of speakers man they had uh, some amazing amazing experts uh, uh, down there at the Capitol yesterday just giving the briefing do you think, do you have any idea if it was attended or well attended by members of the House or the Senate? Did you uh, see any of the VIPs, Sheena? I know when when I got there, I can't attest to those who were there prior to when I, I you know, was there. But I know when I got there, of course, uh, the, the, the strong uh, representative Slayton, Brian Slayton, he was there the mm-hmm. entire time that I was that I that I saw him there. Uh, Senator Bob Hall, another champion, right? He right. Was, he was there. Uh, I think uh, I think the new representative Brian Harrison was there for a short while. Um, those are the ones that I immediately saw, um, and I'm sure I know that there was a, a few staffers. I think, um, yeah. you know, but I can't pinpoint the offices. But yeah, I, I wish that there was more. Um, I, I hope that there was a bit, I mean, heck, I mean, even during the, the regular session or the special session, you know, we held a, um, uh, Slayton, uh, held a, uh, a committee hearing, you know, when the Democrats were partying in DC, mm-hmm. um, you know, <laughs> if you remember that, oh, right? yeah. uh, you know, he, he held that and we had barely six, five or six Kaysen, representative Kaysen was, was, was there, Tinderholt was there, Slayton of course was there, Senator Hall dropped by. But why is there not more? Right. I mean, you would think, especially now with this being, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, that whole room should have been filled with legislators. Um, Absolutely. And I know that everyone's in their districts, you know, I, can't, I get it. But th- 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 this is an existential threat to our state, and, and we really need more engagement. Yeah. Sheena, boy, we couldn't wrap it up any better. This is absolutely a um a, a existential threat i just got a text uh that said that there were uh, and this is from uh oh what's her name kelly i'm losing a name here um but kelly perry kelly perry said that there were only about 10 that's out of uh out of uh what 181 and that is that's just sad because this is truly an existential threat. So, Sheena, we're really looking forward to uh, hearing from you tonight and can't wait to see you folks. This is the woman who's been on the front lines, is down there fighting, putting her life, changing the dreams of her life, I'm sure, and we didn't get a chance to talk about that, but she's probably put on hold a whole lot of things um, that she believes this fight about the border is more important than all of that. And so, Please come tonight, honor her with your presence and your attendance, and honor her work by showing up and listening to it. And Sheena, I hope you have a good time in uh, Fredericksburg today in the Hill Country, 
and uh, we'll see you this evening. Thank you so much. I can't wait to see you guys tonight. Thank you. All right. So there you go, folks. That was Sheena Rodriguez. Go check out securetheborder.us. I didn't say that enough. Uh, securetheborder.us. Check it out, and that'll give you an idea of uh, what you're in for this evening. It's going to be really good. Folks, y'all stay tuned, and uh, I'll be right back. All right, we are back, um, and I'm going to go back to some of these headlines. Um, you know, it kind of surprises me. I, I don't know. I'm not quite sure how to deal this, um, but um, it, there I will. Uh, I'll get texts, emails, uh, phone calls, uh, um, all kinds of different ways of communicating with me. I am on Signal. I like Signal, um, and I am on Signal if you're there and want to create a group with me. I trust it more than the uh, instant messaging uh, app that uh, comes on your phone. Um, but uh, one of the things that surprises me is uh, every now and then uh, someone who I'm assuming is really well plugged in, someone who I say, you know, this person really knows what's going on, and, uh, and, and, and there's a lot of people in my life like that that I can point to and say, yeah, here's a person that knows what's going on. And then every now and then one of those people will send me an article that's about a week old or has been out there for a while and they'll be very, uh, you know, aghast about it. They'll be, oh, I can't believe this. And I'm looking at it going, yeah, that was, I can't either, but that's been out there a week. So even those people I know are really paying attention are not getting the complete and whole message and so if you're just out there kind of bouncing around and uh you know you've got the fox on and uh every now and then they show they've got some good people down on the border um then uh, if that's what you're getting i have to tell you that fox um will absolutely run a dozen other sexier stories than the border if and when they can and uh so you need to have other resources the epic times is not one is one i have not mentioned yet the epic times actually has a uh, they actually have a writer and reporter who has actually moved into that area uh, her name is cuthbertson and uh, i've had the pleasure of meeting her once uh, an australian very soft-spoken lady i wanted to get her on the radio because of her amazing writing uh, for the Epic Times. Uh, her name's Charlotte Cuthbertson. And uh, I spoke with her, and she goes, Matt, I don't do radio at all. I'm terrible at radio. So I just said, well, thank you very much, but I am going to keep reading your articles and talking about your articles. But that's how serious the Epic Times is. She's living there. She's uh, is renting, I guess renting. I don't know. Maybe she bought a place uh, down there. But... Uh, that is the dedication that the Epic Times has to the border. So look for uh, Charlotte Cuthbertson on the Epic Times. And, of course, the, the ones I mentioned yesterday, there was an article uh, on the Texan.news. Let's see if I can find a date on it. Ah, five hours ago. That would be today. Um, U.S. Customs and Border um, CBP uh, published a news release on Friday. So that was last Friday. 
They had picked up two dozen suspected gang members and other criminal illegal aliens um, um, in the Rio Grande Valley. Those are just the ones they caught. Uh, The suspects included 21 gang members, two sex offenders, three migrants previously convicted of robbery, battery, and evading arrest, and that there were also members of the MS-13 gang and a gang I've never heard of, the 18th Street Gang, all right? One of them was a female uh, Salvadorian gang member, so it's not just all young men. There was one, a woman Salvadorian gang member who had already been convicted for aggravated border, uh, aggravated murder, um, and she was arrested on August 29th. Um, another one, uh, another subject had, had been sentenced to two years in prison on a charge of indecency with a child by contact. That was in the uh, Brownsville border station. Um, the same day, a Guatemalan illegal immigrant wanted in Houston on suspicion of indecency with a child was arrested by Kingsville border guards. All right. This, this, it, what, what is happening on a daily basis, thousands and thousands walking across. And then they have the category of, um, of, uh, oh, I'm losing a word. Uh, the category of not captured. I can't come up with the word for it right now. Gotaways. The gotaways, they have, actually, there's two types of gotaways. There's the known gotaways, all right? Those are the ones where they counted them, and there was 17 of them running through the bush, and they were never able to catch them. And so they go up, 17 known gotaways, and then they're the unknown gotaways. Well, being unknown, that number could be anything. It could be in the millions. It could be, folks, it could be the same as they got, let's say if they catch a 1,000, did a 1,000 get away? Uh, unknown gotaways, we, there's no way of telling. There, there's no way of measuring that. Um, but we do know that once they're in the country and we do catch them, that it's not that, it's like, yeah, they got away, but not now. Um, another source, if you want to dig into the other side of the border, the other side of the border, we now know we now know that the entire border from Cali- from the Pacific to the Gulf is controlled by the cartels, the mafia, the murderers, the killers down there. They control the south side of the Rio Grande and the south side of the border clear across. And if you and I'm telling you what, now not even Fox covers these stories. In fact, not even Breitbart may cover them every now and then, but there is a website called Borderland Beat. Borderland Beat, B-E-A-T, as in you know the uh, the uh, uh, news. What's your beat? Where do you work? Um, Borderlandbeat.com. Check them out. This is all news that is just from the south side of the border. Let's just uh, go ahead and give you a few headlines. Um, Let's see, uh, explosion kills three bodyguards at the uh, Attorney General in Saltillo. And, uh, in fact, they're so brave, a guy named Mayo said, yeah, I did that. Um, he is, uh, I don't even know all these initial, uh, 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 initials. Mayo Zambada Operativo MZCTE Cabreras. Um, that was in the message. He says, yeah, I killed his uh, bodyguards. That was me. 
Um, let's see, what's another one? Three men found dead on State Highway 181. Um, Sonoro, um, uh, Sonora State Attorney General is investigating daylight abduction. Daylight abductions. Those are starting to happen here in the United States, aren't they? We just recently had the story of the uh, kindergarten teacher who was uh, uh, abducted and then murdered in, in, in the daylight. That's been going on on the other side of the border for um, a long time. Um, we got another uh, multiple homicide. Um, uh, they, captured, they captured that guy. Um, let's see. Here we go. Um, so the... Uh, CFE workers, uh, these are the uh, public utilities workers in uh, Sonora. Again, we're out uh, doing a job, doing things like, you know, making sure electricity comes to their friends and family. And uh, they just lost contact with those guys. They, they don't know where they are, but uh, they've just disappeared. Um, they uh, A stash of, uh, of um, improvised explosive devices was discovered in Michoacan. Uh, just in the last couple of days. Um, stolen fuel, 60,000 liters of stolen fuel found. Um, two tons of cocaine um, in this uh, found. Um, a municipal policeman is executed in broad daylight. All right, three men dismembered in Tijuana, and their bodies left with a message, a narco message. These guys absolutely control the south side of the border our governor even was he even went down and made deals with the governors of these uh, state uh, of these border states um and, and he was making deals with the uh, mafia basically is what he was doing those are all controlled by cartels we have no idea what's going to happen on that southern border um, it, it, are they poised to literally come across the border and maybe, uh, uh maybe seize, uh, certain areas of, uh, the Texas border? Is that something that could happen? It sure could. You know, they're already buying homes down there on the border to use as stash houses and paying people to use as stash houses. They're advertising on Facebook that if you're a teenager and you want to make some quick money, um, all you have to do is head down uh, south of San Antonio, and they will arrange you uh, to load up some illegal aliens in your vehicle, and you can drive them to Dallas or Houston and make some pretty nice uh, coin money if you want to do that. Now, if you get caught, <laughs> they cart you off, right? You go to jail. But the, uh, the, the cartels, they're having no problems at all um, hiring uh, young people to drive uh, illegal aliens all over the state of Texas. In fact, um, this is just speculation on my part and others, but the uh, shooter in Uvalde, the question was, where did he get the money to buy the weapons he did? Could very possibly be at his age that maybe he'd, all he needed to do was drive a couple of carloads of illegals up to Dallas or Houston, and he would have had more than enough cash to buy the guns he did. And, and, and where does a kid that age get $5,000, but uh, very likely illegally? Folks, we need to start speaking the truth. We need to stand up and speak the truth, no matter what, no matter the uh, the consequences. At this point in time, we are the the battle is is raging, and the left has no problem with speaking what they call their truth. 
It's time for us to speak the truth and stand up and speak it proudly. So, um, folks, speak the truth. And uh, we'll see you tonight at St. Joseph's Hall at 6 o'clock. Join me for dinner.